I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé, Season 8, Episode 17, First Things First, or The Last. This is it. The last one. No no big surprises this time, would you say? Nothing. No, not particularly. I mean, no. We pretty much knew everything that happened. Yeah, no big surprise. I think, what was the most fun? Was it? Um, I don't know. We had a whole bunch of Jovi and Yara, and the Elvis wedding, and the pregnancy, and the that baby. Was cool. that, was, that was almost like their little Discovery Plus thing after... After the show. Right. So, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I don't know I can speak about um, Yara's dress. But I have to say, of all the wedding dresses of this pretty. season, she's got to be the winner. Yeah, that was pretty. Although, she's bringing... I, I described it to somebody else. It was about baseball. And she's probably playing with a little better deck of cards than everybody else. <laughs> yeah. I think she's... Uh, she fills out her dress a little differently than everybody. <laughs> Just a bit. I thought when we looked at all this, what was crappy, and it, because it's what we do, we're judgy and crappy. What was crappy was her friend Sarah, who when they asked about what she thought about them getting married, and she says, well, it'll last a year and a day. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. That's how long she needs in order to <gasps> be... Isn't that awful? It, I mean, what an that, awful thing to say. It's really, really awful. Right after the wedding, on top of that. That's the thing you say? Yeah. I wonder if she got prodded to say it or... What kind her, of friend is that? Yeah, the guy that was with her, I don't know. I'm thinking that was that was her husband, looked over and said, uh, really? <sighs> so he looked a little surprised. I thought that was really, really crappy. That was rude. Yeah. I don't know that Yara needed Elvis to walk her down the aisle. <laughs> but I guess if you're doing the Elvis wedding, that's what it's about. Elvis walking you down. I guess. Singing Amazing Grace. He didn't have too many wedding songs, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I mean, what would you think if you had an Elvis wedding? This would not be something you would want. No. Would you do an Elvis divorce? That was what you would do. <laughs> that might be better. They should make you do a divorce ceremony. You have to sit there and be together and do whatever. It takes some... Or, or oh, if you get be married great? with Elvis, you're required to get divorced with Elvis. Say you take divorce vows. And how the love, honor, cherish, obey, all that stuff is in your marriage vows. Think of the fun stuff you could do with divorce vows. You're so weird. I vow to stalk every man that you ever see again. No? Not so good? No. No. But she wins. Yara wins. Or you could be like Fernanda and have a divorce party. Yes. That's right. That's the way it works. Divorce party. Anything with them? I mean, we know. So they have a baby. That's kind of it. There were a lot of people at that wedding for it being just a yeah, elope. What was up with that? Did you notice the guy and in the back with like the skull cap on the motorcycle? Guy had a leather jacket. And it looked like he just rode in on his Harley. <laughs> he had a skull cap. Everybody else was dressed. This guy was in leathers. It kind of fit. I just think he was maybe just some dude hanging just out. Dude, just right. rolled in. Random maybe personal somebody person. actually has to witness it, and maybe like that's the. That's the chapel witness, biker dude. And there were 20-some people there. Yeah, that was ridiculous. She didn't seem to be bothered, and no. I think it was it was fine. She it, she looked relaxed and comfortable. 
Joby looked a little nervous, which was cool. He probably thinking about what's going to happen with him. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I mean, everybody in his life was worried about him committing to getting married, and so he was probably also worried about him committing. To yeah, Vegas. Married. Vegas is not a good. I mean, not that New Orleans is a great spot for him, but Vegas probably isn't either. It's like the intervention shows you've been watching. Right. Uh, maybe Vegas Sin is not. Sin City and Sin City Lentz, two. Part of your intervention would be not to go back to Vegas. This is just not probably a good thing to go. Not a good place to go. I don't think. Any, I mean, with all these, there's just not a lot going on. Um, the other wedding we had was Mike and Natalie. I think the highlight of this was Uncle Bo. <laughs> Uncle Bo in the background. He had his wedding tank top. Looked like yeah, white <laughs> pants and a, a white and blue tank top he had on. And it seems to be that everybody has to film at these weddings. I don't know that I'd want to go to a wedding. You got to bring your camera and just film it. Yeah, I did that for no. well at my nephew's wedding in mm. Williamsburg. I filmed it from the second row. And I think was it him? I don't remember who had the. If the trailer's rocking, don't come a knocking line. <laughs> but Mike just picked her up and carried her. I think we've got some more news on these two coming up in Inside Scoop. There seems to be drama with them, and it looks like there may be more drama and continuing <laughs> drama, at least maybe for the next 17 weeks. I'm excited about that. Yeah, that should be fun. It's been really a drama. Would you say a drama-free season? When you look back at the other seasons... Well, no, because Mike and Natalie have been all drama. Right. And I think the fun thing is there is a And tell all the, I remember the beginning of the season, all the mess with Betty and Yeah, and but that them. still wasn't so big other than Betty meddling. I don't know that it was, you know, it wasn't big. There's no Muhammad and Danielle, right? There's no like, I don't know, Mark and Nikki, don't touch the windows. You know, there's not like big... Big issues. I think the Mike and Natalie thing is probably the biggest one. Definitely. But we've been suspect of that really the whole time. And I'm still sh not sure what's going on. <laughs> There's some talk that that some of the episode was filmed before. Like, you know, she had augmentation. Right. Not that she needed it. But that maybe some of the scenes were post-wedding that they had filmed. Mm. Some of the social media scuttlebutt. Right. So they got married. She had a dress from she brought from the Ukraine with her. But she didn't look that out of place. I mean, if you're going to get married outside, right. that's a, I don't know that you go with a big gown. Yeah, that was fine. That was pretty. I mean, simple and elegant. Maybe could have used a corset or something. Maybe that would have no. been. I'm <laughs> just kidding. That was the worst <laughs> wedding outfit I've ever seen. And I didn't look at it like you did, but. But I think it, it probably was poor, right? When she said she was going to wear a corset, I assumed she was going to put it under the wedding dress, put the wedding dress on top, and lace the back open sure. over top of the corset. Just I, for I, the corset to cover skin that she, would have shown by not being able to fasten She may have it, tried but no. that, but I'm thinking that the dress was still that tight. If you can't get the corset on also underneath the dress then that dress was probably very very small well the whole thing was she couldn't fasten it in the back but she could have tied it up over oh, top of the corset and then at least 
for the front for the wedding photos, it would have looked like a wedding dress and not like a two-year-old playing dress up. Right. It was bad. I just didn't notice it that much. I couldn't help when she was walking down the aisle. I couldn't help but notice the two her two escorts. Yeah, that was fun. So that was too much of a distraction for me. I was really, I think while we were watching that together, I, that's all I could talk about. Just look at these about. two guys. Look at the two clowns. We didn't have, I mean, we had Elvis. We had Elvis walk somebody down the aisle. We've got, it's just not a lot going on this episode. Yeah. It's the last episode. And yeah, it was just wrapping things up before the tell-all. Even they didn't have enough to fill a whole episode themselves. Hey, what do we got? Uh, let's throw this Jovi and Yara pregnancy stuff at the end. But, you know, even Mike was still like, oh, I guess I'll get married. It's the last day. And then their picture that was posted looks like they just attended a you know, funeral. Both the, of them. The two of them are just never going to change. No. If you if if somehow they stayed married for years, it would always be the same. Mike's never going to not eat meat. <laughs> Natalie's never not gonna complain. Complain. It's just always going to be. This is what these two. It's like an old couple, right? And they're not even married yet, right? Nothing new and exciting. Mike's not a new and exciting guy, so nothing's gonna happen there. No. Stephanie, we didn't get a lot of Stephanie, but I thought it oh, was back what? to their wedding. What we didn't mention the fact that they didn't have any actual wedding rings. Either one of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that was, yes. They had an engagement ring, and then this vow that Natalie had to take was with this ring that I'm going to someday give you. (laughs) Was it really? I didn't even notice that. It's pretty much what she said. Someday, I will give you, in the future, I will put this ring on. And so she had a vow, but no ring. That's funny. I think you could have come up with something. Yeah, I mean, you could tie on a piece of long grass for the sake of the wedding. Yeah, you know, people have oh, even we... used bread ties. Right. I mean, something. You could tie that up ahead of time, the right size, and slip it on. Right, you could have done something. something. Uncle Bo could have welded something. Let's make me a ring. He could have put a rubber band on, for goodness sakes. Right. <laughs> His fingers are probably big enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It probably it cut off circulation. <laughs> but yeah, no rings. That was... It just shows you how unprepared and unready right. they were. And, and uncommitted, really. Yes. Oh, whatever. I like that. <laughs> I guess I'll get married. I still don't know. I got an hour mean. to put you on a plane. I guess we'll just get married. I don't feel like going to the computer. <laughs> <laughs> and booking a ticket. I guess right. we'll just get married. Gosh. All I have to say, it was a lovely scene there by the pond. I thought that was nice. Right. Other thought, than if you could ignore the dilapidated barn in the background. Yeah, you saw Bo's. That was no house. barn. That was Bo's house, is what oh, that was. Okay. Uncle Bo's shed is back there. His shack. Yeah. His lean too. <laughs> That's too bad. I wonder what happens now. I wonder, does Uncle Bo get to move back in? No. Wouldn't it be more exciting with Uncle Bo around? Probably. If I had an Uncle Bo in my life, I'd probably want him living outside. It wouldn't be bad. <laughs> You got a guard, right? Yeah. Somebody to help around the... the... Somebody to stumble through your yard in the middle of the night. Right. I would imagine there's no bathroom in his shack, so I'm assuming, I'm guessing he's au naturel out in the woods. Right. I'd be real careful, I guess. Dig in a hole. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) What made me most nervous this week was 
Stephanie lighting a fire outside. Yeah. In the fall. So, yeah, yeah. coming from Michigan, I have to say that that had to be filmed in October. October. Maybe end of September, October. That's leaf fall in time there. The thought of, since we're in Texas now, the thought of her just lighting something on fire outside right. to blow around in the wind was a little scary. The vast majority of years that we've lived here, of the last four, we have been under a burn ban continuously <laughs> year-round. Right. <laughs> it made me nervous. So she was probably burning the K-1 visa application. Right. She, could, she couldn't just scratch through it and write Harris on it? The scene with no. her cat was creepy. All the no, scenes. it had already been like accepted. That was like her receipt with the barcode on it. Oh, really? Yeah. He was able to the come. Paper, yeah, the papers had, it had been approved. It had come while she was gone. And what she said was, I was supposed to sign these as soon as I got back in town because they came while she was away. Mm. And then she burned them. Uh, I couldn't help but just think of her carrying yeah, it. You were distracted by her starting a fire. Fire, big flames. Torch and stuff. I felt nervous, too. Right. Not as nervous. Well, you'd think it would be nervous. So she's in there. They're talking to Harrison. She asked for baby mama is what she asked yeah. for. I forget. I do forget her name. Teresa or something? Was that it? Something like that. So, yeah, I think you're right. So we asked. To, she asked to talk to, to her. And so she did. And it all seemed pretty normal. Like, hey, yeah. what do you think about our relationship? It's like, oh, whatever. We're better as friends than we are as a couple. Yeah, and then the, it cuts to the next scene of the two of them all at the beach with the kids and leaning over, arms around each other, kissing. Right. <laughs> so, look, I think we were probably... We're all little, pretty clear this is an arrangement. I thought we were probably a little hard on Harris. Harris is probably pretty entertaining. But I think we understand. Look, we know what Stephanie's about, right? Right. She and he wants knows to, what she's about. She wants to use her money. If it wasn't going to be Harris, it was going to be somebody else. His baby mama, it, right, is willing to let him go bone and take care of Stephanie so that he can send money home for her and the kids. Right. Give them a better life. I get it. He's taking one for the team. Right. I can't imagine that would last long, though. Uh, I don't know. I mean... I think Harris probably would do what needed to be done. Right. He's clearly a sexual guy. Right. <laughs> and she's thinking about that 24-7, it seems like. Can't go a day without or he doesn't love me. And she's got all this money and likes to throw it around. And he likes to be the recipient. So they got quite the arrangement. Right. Benefits on both sides. I think she's definitely just, I don't know, that's just she's not. crazy. Yeah, she's probably crazy. Is that judgmental and judgy? I saw some rumblings. I should probably save this for. It's too late. It's out. The other. But I saw some rumblings that, that her money might be fake, that she may not actually have the level of money that she portrays herself to have. Mm. I hadn't researched it, but there was a rumor about that. Well, I think if she's counting the money that she sends... I think there was a story Tracking. about her asking for money back. Yeah. So there may be some credence to that. Yeah, that might be what sparked the rumor. I think maybe during COVID, I can imagine her business mm. may have suffered a little bit. Right. But I kind of like Harris. Mm -hmm. 
You know, what? he's kind of worn on you. Well, I think you really what Harris is. He is what he genuine, is. and he is exactly what he is—an opportunist. Right. And I don't think he's taking advantage. It's not like he's taking advantage of Stephanie. Right. He said, "She's my ticket to the United States." Right. He's I pretty can, upfront about that. It's like it's a job. My job right. is going to be taking care of her. And to provide better for my family. So he said, this is my once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be able to what do What did that. he say? Wasn't it like the $100 that she gave him was uh-huh. like two weeks? It would take him two weeks. That's exactly what it was. So that, that's pretty good. Well, she was sending Ryan tons of money, though. Yeah. wonder what they were doing with that. Well, you have some speculation on that, don't you? Yeah. It has to do something with her slurring? Yes. Ah. Uh, Understood. If you'd like more information about that, roll back a couple episodes <laughs> to Inside Scoop. Yeah, I didn't notice her slurring so much this time. Right. The alcohol and whatever she was taking. Yeah. We got Andrew and Amira. What a turd. Yeah. So we got a chance to sit down with mom and sister and Andrew. They're what, sitting there having lunch. What kills me about him is how he continues to portray himself to his family like he's such an innocent victim. Mom said she was there during, or one of them said they were there during the breakup. They, but they couldn't understand really why. Um, it's because they're not privy to all the crappy asshole things well, he that's, said to her. I think that's exactly it. Which is what it. precipitated it. Those abusive texts of his that right. came out. They didn't really come out. You could really see them. They took a screenshot of them. Right. That means the producer was pretty pissed. Uh. Said, let me get a screenshot of that. You don't see that very often. No, you do not. And so that was there. We got a chance to see that we think Amira comes from very, very humble beginnings. Beginnings. Definitely. You can look at when she moved back into her parents' place. Yeah. It was a very simple place. I could yeah, it see looks like a little girl's room almost. I could see the draw of opportunity in America. And not in a right. negative way, I'm no. not saying but how, how how her judgment might be clouded. Right. I could never get on anybody for trying to create a better life for themselves or right. their family. It's easy for us to sit here and judge and say, you know, keep people out. But Anybody who wants to come here, I, I get it. I understand. Well, moving from Virginia to Texas, that's exactly what we were doing. Right. Same thing. Right. We looked at her place, and it was it was pretty rough. Yeah. Pretty simple. She had some open shelving for. Yeah, it was backwards. For it was backwards even. Dresser. So that was tough. I think she's better off, far better off where she is than Absolutely. than with Andrew and his family. Yeah. I, I continue to tell you that I believe, had they ended up together, that he would have been a closet abuser. Sure. Mom said she doesn't believe he had a pan- she had a panic attack at all. He strikes me as someone who would set up a woman to be cut off from her family and isolated and do his bidding and be treated horribly. Right. Be emotionally abused. And I wouldn't put it past him to be physically abusive if right. he didn't get his way. Well, yeah, she did the bait and switch is what mom said. Mm. Had the bait and switch. Why would she go back to France after being 15 days in Serbia? It's a big vacation she had. 15 right. days. They should, they should look at 
at Andrew real hard for why that is. Why would she do that? I think we've seen the previews of the tell-all, and I think there's more fun Andrew stuff coming. Oh, boy. Yeah, I do. Speaking of that, we've got Inside Scoop this week. We're going to talk about the single-life events. Um, We'll hit some of the Bears All stuff. I've got Lauren and Alexi information coming. We do have some Andrew Namira stuff that we'll talk about. There is some Stephanie news here, too. Um, We may talk about the tell-all and and a little bit of the happily ever after season. All that sound. We found out a couple more couples are going to be on this season. So stay tuned. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiancé, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 